welcome to the shebang in it podcast series this is a special series that we are hosting with uh, the shebangers uh, and this is a series that we are trying to create for you where you come to us you learn from us and before you even join the organization you have a lot to learn before you join so uh, we have two really special people today with us we have renuka from uh, our shebangalore office and we also have parul from our bombay office they both are leading design so you can imagine how and what kind of conversations we are going to have today so awesome thank you so much for being here thanks uh, for having us yeah uh, but i mean i think in terms of design like just jumping a little straight into it um what do you think are the principles of design that we use at shivang open question to both of you so basically as a visualizer first one has to visualize what will be the identity or the end result of a um a creative hmm. because if we will visualize in our head then it will be very be- it will be good for you to create something on a software hmm. and with some um, efforts in research and brainstorming or discussion with the other team um you will be able to um, visualize a good picture in your head hmm. and then um, implementing it on with the tools on some softwares then um that will be the best but the principles in design are the balancing of a visual of a uh, warmth or color corrections or typography balancing the flow of a, a creative where uh, for example if a viewer is looking at your visual the eye should flow from left to right these are the flows in the visuals the principles should be it should look very balanced um it should not like if a products or a copy or a lot of things that should not be in only one side it should look very balanced there should be less of no- negative space the space should be utilized properly right. so um these are the basic things even if you are working on some products or uh, a model it should not look photoshopped or superimposed mm. one should feel that it is a part of a photo shoot or a picture so um to implement these kind of a thing uh the basic principles mm. of lighting shadow um reflection highlighting those are the very important and basic items that which you should keep in your mind so when i mean yeah just adding on to what she said uh of course a uh, design has a number of principles and uh, basics that you will have to keep in mind but the main and most important thing is the impact your design is going to create it has to create an impact to your audience your audience need to resonate with it relate to it and maybe you know understand what it's doing like design has to have some kind of impact in your maybe daily life hmm. okay which is something we at shebang try to do right so for somebody who is actually joining shebang so you, i i really like this where we can try and head in terms of the conversation so when you talk about impact what is the kind of impact does a person joining shebang uh, particularly bring for the client or is it that they work with you particularly alone uh, on a daily basis where they bring that impact to the design from your side so what where exactly a person joining in from to shebang does that honestly every new hire that we have brings in a new perspective new eye new visualization from his end uh, as a designer i can tell you that every single designer views the world differently hmm. what he visualizes is something not somebody else can visualize so his perspective is as important as any other lead or art director or even a group head for that matter right. so even a graphic visualizer coming in coming on board shebang 
coming with a new perspective it's extremely important for us hmm got it got it got it agriana visualizer comes to our organization they will come with an experience and that experience is very valuable to us because right. they can implement in our day to day work for mm. the brand mm. and that will help so so when you talk about this experience right and the experience they bring with so if i am a designer who is new uh, completely new to the space of designing and i'm sure that a lot of you all may be new to the space of designing so just jumping a little bit there to understand what are the things i should do before i join shimai is it is it are you are you guys looking for something in particular in designers always that i should know i'll say to be aware of what currently is going on in the advertisement world be familiar with the brands on maybe research on instagram facebook and there are a lot of other platforms be there on behance and pinterest and open mind maybe open mind and with a very good um, collection when it comes to input as a research and then yes lot of uh, learnings when it comes to tools and yeah i think that's okay. and to add on to tools mm-hmm. uh, of course a graphic designer is somebody who knows his tools a graphic visualizer who we look to hire come not just with the experience of tools mm-hmm. but also with this with new insights they can visualize what they really want to put out there right. for a brand right. so it's just more than your tools right mm. you need to be able to ideate mm. you need to understand a brand see and uh, like not just understand a brand you need to kind of own that brand and see mm. what you want to do for that brand take yeah. it from a to z like take from nothing to out there for the world to see what that brand can possibly give you right right so this owning the brand perspective as well that's like more like bringing collective ownership to a particular brand like so make the brand your own that's that's quite important yeah. for a designer right and especially when the designer is joining as a graphic visualizer so when let's just go into that direction and talk a little bit about the structure uh, so how does the structure of the design team is how do you how do you, would you define the structure to be like right now So um, a structure of a team is with junior visualizers okay. senior visualizers then a design lead who will lead the team who will guide the team and then there are art directors who owns this team so um the daily execution or day to day brand work that are executed from the visualizers and design leads are there to uh, communicate uh, the briefs with and from the strategy team and with the design team then discuss and guide the team on the route they should be working on okay. or do the hygiene checks daily if someone has missed something or something can be added to add an x factor to the visual hmm. so um this is the hierarchy and an art director are responsible to create a creative solution for the brand hmm. or a brand identity hmm. that a client is desi- client desired from us okay for their brands for their success okay so right. this is the uh, hierarchy here got it so we have a visualizer and there are a bunch of junior senior visualizers yes. right depending on the kind of experience, experience they bring and then we have a bunch of design leads yes a particular design lead would have how many kind of brands in if if you are just talking in terms of number of brands i think it varies okay in terms of their experience and the kind of expertise they have hmm. um maybe a brand expects a lot of illustrations or something like that which hmm. is which is time consuming right so maybe that particular lead can handle only two brands hmm. or maybe give their entire time only to two brands hmm. but if it's um, more of say moment marketing topicals or 
performance marketing kind of posts mm. that they're looking mm. at, looking for then maybe leads can take up up to four to five brands yeah agree yeah. Okay. and it also depends on how uh, your brand expectations if a brand expects like lot of de deliverables in a day or in a month right. then obviously a lead won't be able to uh, handle more brands right so and a lead can restrict to two maybe got it so you have like uh, graphic visualizers designers and then there's the art director so the art yes. director is a brand custodian yes. uh, or would you call all the all the people in the entire chain to be brand custodians how how would you I call that i think everyone's a brand custodian mm. you need like i mentioned earlier mm. you need to own your brand if mm. you don't own your brand you can't give your 100% to that brand right mm. yeah. so when i'm training my juniors i make sure they understand their brand not just in terms of design but in terms of how the customers or consumers look at the brand what they're looking for what the client is expecting out of them right. so everything end to end they need to understand that brand and own it completely got it, got it. so when when again uh, something very interesting you said in terms of customers and consumers we are in the space of digital advertising right of majority of the time and definitely we do a lot of our work across the space but when we are talking about digital advertising we have varied set of consumers Yes. and we have so many so many consumers every everybody has a different perspective so what do you do for research in terms of understanding the consumers uh, insight are they doing it for like instagram facebook is that a priority for you or is it what is the age or actually you know what let me reframe it where do you get this data from uh, in terms of the consumer is it the solutions teams is it is it in creative teams what, what what's your process in that way So during a brand induction you can ask this to from your client and client will will be the best person huh. who can tell you what are their target audience age is and uh, you also can uh, refer about your brand about uh, what will be the target audience for the brand and then according to the target age you can refer what hmm. can be done for the brand identity or a visual or Got the it. look okay but honestly this is also a gray area because Yes you have a target audience but a brand is constantly looking to evolve right right so your target audience is also going to evolve at some point so it's also up to you as to what kind of consumers you really want to target because we work with multiple brands right uh, so the way we started the kind of target audience that we started with versus what we are kind of targeting right now it varies maybe it takes a couple of months maybe years but it's constantly evolving your audience always evolve Mm, got it got it got it and even a brand grows correct with the years you work so if a brand is a mass brand maybe in few year it will grow to mm. a premium brand mm. so a brand also grow right so the quality is always at priority at yes. shebang moreover in terms of design but at the same time when we are growing with the brand our design language also grows for the yes. brand right and uh, whether it be an art director whether it be a design lead or whether it be a graphic visualizer as well uh all of the people ensure that there's ownership for that particular brand correct so it also then pegs me to this this question that i have been asked a lot that uh, at shebang what is why do we call it a graphic visualizer and not a designer right i think i mentioned this earlier uh -huh. a graphic designer is somebody who understands his tools right. he knows his tools maybe photoshop illustrator whatever tool he's mm. comfortable with mm. but a visualizer when he comes into he puts on his thinking hat it's not just about tools anymore it's about creating art it's about creating visuals that people can relate to that kind of you know gets people's attention right it mm -hmm. doesn't even have to have a kick ass tagline or anything a particular visual if 
people look at for a brand it there's should an, appeal to me exactly hmm. yeah got it got it got it so visualizer should basically he's a thinker a graphic designer is a doer right. a graphic visualizer is a thinker right i i really like Agreed. how you have structured it out like a visualizer is the thinker the brains i would say Correct. in in this case and then the designer would be more like the executionary guy right um okay great so when when we talk about a visualizer what do you think a visualizer should do what do you expect out of a visualizer on a daily basis they should try and execute whatever is in their uh, day's task so they should try to um, you know every day when they are churning out some creative they should try themselves that they will work one level up every day hmm. and that is how um their design language their brand everything will grow hmm. with their success and uh yes same the basic is researching to be updated with the trends and the x factor should come from the visual and got just it. the finishing should be fine so that the x factor come from the visual mm. got it they got should it. be very keen about that got it got it got it one thing i tell all my juniors is of course there are like millions of designers out there who are amazing hmm. but you are your own competition at the end of the day like she mentioned try and be a better version of yourself try and get try and outdo yourself every time you're thinking of an idea or you know executing it or hmm. putting it out there for a post or a holding or a campaign or anything like just outdo yourself every single time you're thinking yeah. of an idea yeah yeah so if if you are a graphic visualizer who is just joining in um I mean one thing that we really want you to do is get yourself out of your comfort, comfort zone, zone right push your boundaries as much as you can push the boundaries of design as much as you can because that's how we ourselves are doing and I mean they are doing it at Shebang uh so when when you talk about these uh, uh pushing your boundaries right how do you facilitate that for your teams so with my team we analyze a lot so every visualizers visualizer is not the same someone mm. has something else their forte is something else maybe someone is good with manipulation someone is good with illustration or someone will be good at templatizing or maybe um placements or right. templates so we analyze every single individual forte what are their specialty what are they good at and then guiding them towards their uh what they can do something more to improve themselves and then maybe um to get some trainings quarterly reviews with them to uh, and feedback sessions what they can do there some directions and maybe what i do with my team there are a lot of practice session what we do internally within the team and that helps them a lot because what happen if we work on a brand then you will get um stagnant with a brand and their look and feel but somehow somewhere if you research you refer a lot then you think sometime that i should make some visual like that but my brand guideline doesn't allow so that time if you have some expertise that are not conveying on a brand then you we surely make some other visual as a practice creative and then we try to implement those practice creative maybe not with their associated brand hmm. so that uh, that practice creative we use it for some other brands mm. and that's how they get get some appreciation they improve themselves by looking at them other team member improve themselves they try a lot mm. and this trying error and just attempting new things upgrade their skills 
and this is what we do and not even we uh, design if you're an illustrator we welcome you to maybe work on some other brand or if you are a good sketch sketcher then you're welcome to do some storyboard okay it varies so I, get, I get the opportunity to choose a lot of what i do yes correct essentially i'll have a framework to work with but yes. if i have to voice my opinion out saying that hey you know what i feel like i'm good at illustrations or you'll find that i'm yes. good at illustrations you would give Go me out more and explore right right and that's that's open to y'all like yes, the, is is that open to the graphic visualizers the art directors help in guiding the visualizer in yes. terms of that yes. to yes, they do. also i try and tell my juniors uh you know when they get into this whole design advertising uh they have this constant pressure of oh i don't have a style of my own you, it's okay you don't need to have a style of your own explore just try everything you you can probably be jack of all trades you don't mm. have to have one particular style maybe you're good at 10 different styles okay. go explore the 10 different styles you don't have to stick to one mm. and you know just be known for that one particular style right. go out there and explore Right. and i will add that will be the best because the person exactly. will be very versatile and he can be a good fit with For every brand. other brand yes yeah. got it so if i'm a visualizer and i have spent a bunch of time working on a particular brand and now i want to be like you know what i i want to explore a little more i want to learn though but uh, i don't know this i want to work on brand xyz i've been working on brand abc uh, how do i do that how how do i go about learning with y'all be proactive Okay. It's all about being proactive. Yes. You want something, ask for it and you're going to get it. Got it. You can't sit around waiting for opportunities to come to you, right? Mm. You want something, just go. Ask mm. for it. You want to work on a different brand, you want to explore illustration, you want to work on a campaign, you want to work on a pitch with me, come to me, ask me. Right, right. You don't have to wait for it. Got it. And and I can proactively always come to you yes. saying, "Hey, you know what? Yes. This is a great design I made. I feel it is great. Can you feature it somewhere?" Of course. Of thing, right? We do we that. Try. Yes. Okay. We do and that. How do you do that? How do you facilitate the featuring piece of it then? If you again comes down to owning your work, owning uh -huh. your brand, owning your design and being confident about what you're putting out there, right? If you are owning all of that, your we we are going to support you we're going to put your work out there we're going to tag you we're going to show the world that this is your piece of work mm. you are proud of it right. so are we then right got it yes, so yes as a visualizer then what are the tools i uh, should know and should be good at or fairly very good at when i'm joining shibang photoshop okay. illustrator okay. and a basic knowledge of after effects it will help after a lot effects. yeah after okay. Would we'll say very advanced, correct. but a basic knowledge. Okay. Yeah, Got because it. a lot of times our visualizers have ideas of how yes. they want to make a GIF or animated, which they can't really communicate to a video mm. editor, right? Mm. Mm. That's when this particular skill comes in handy. You can make your own small GIFs. You can execute And what you're visualizing. Okay, if you don't know After Effects or anything, mm. YouTube is there. There are a lot of tutorials, correct. and within the team, we do these kind of exercise. Yeah. If you wanna learn something. and if you don't know hmm. we teach them or right. we can take someone else has help hmm. from other team if someone is expert in some yeah. uh, field got it got it okay interesting so now that we have the visualizer now let's move let's change the gears a little yes. bit more we, we could look at um, the the design lead now so um, okay so what exactly do you think or rather what is the job role of a design lead in a team what is a design lead a design lead would be a leader to how many design graphic visualizers could be maybe up to 4 okay got it 
well. So four visualizers is the yeah. usually maximum. So these visualizers, when they come into the system, into our industry, they know the basic knowledge of their tools, they, mm. but they're pretty rustic mm. in terms of navigating through the company, through the industry, understanding what they're supposed to do around. Mm. So I think a design lead comes in over there, helps mm. them understand what they're supposed to do, what their job over here is, mm. if they're stuck somewhere, if they're not able to ideate something, mm. not able to understand a brief, I think a design lead comes and helps them understand what they're mm. doing over here. Got it. Kind of gives them, give them a direction and breaks down briefs for them, tells them what they're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm. Also charts their growth plan okay. to go from a junior visualizer to a senior, to how you're going to grow into a lead. So that's something a lead does for their team of visualizers. Okay. So again, the aspect of owning the owning the brand and then owning the way your team uh, actually functions comes down to the design lead, right? Correct. And now the design lead is somebody who is more like uh, a overall leader to the brand custodians that are there. So is the design lead directly in contact with the client all the time? Or is it the graphic visualizers or the art directors that are in contact with the client? So I'll say primarily art director is there, okay. but yes, uh, design lead is also there and they can communicate, even the visualizer communicates. Okay. So, um, so all do get an opportunity to yes. speak to client, get yes. that experience within themselves. Yeah. Okay, interesting. It's, it's a given that most artists are pretty uh, reserved, introverts. Mm. I'm not speaking for everyone, but most, most of, of them, them are. So yes, I try and push people to like get out of that you know, comfort zone, go out there, talk to the client, understand what the client wants firsthand. Mm. You know, of course, client servicing uh, team comes to us and gives us briefs and all of that. But mm. kind of understanding the client firsthand is equally important as a designer to understand what they want, where they're coming from, what they are visualizing. That's something we can put in place because as designers. Mm. Yes. All right, all so right. everyone gets equal opportunity to interact and understand, the interact with and understand the designer. And the even client, we ourselves sorry. try our best to uh, open up this side of uh, designers because they are introverts. Most of them are introverts and not very comfortable with it. Mm. So we try and push them a little, train them a little how to conduct mm. some meetings or how to conduct some recruitment mm. or some calls. So um, we try our best to give them the opportunity so that they will get this kind of experience also in their journey. Right, right. And then they grow themselves, right? Of yes. Course. That, of course. that facilitates that growth personal and professional yes. for them while they are at Shaman. So now that I'm, uh, for this particularly for design leads, if you guys are do watching this or for any graphic visualizer who's actually wanting to become a design lead as well. Uh, over a period of time, you tend to start ideating from a more more a holistic perspective, right? Yes. As a design lead, you would start strategizing more on a holistic perspective. Do you also start managing time for your graphic visualizers from that perspective, or are you more on execution again? So, what's the role in that case with the design lead? I think it is the job of a design lead to plan their team's day on okay. a day-to-day -day basis. Okay. Of course, an art director is overlooking all of this. Hmm. That's like a bigger umbrella there, but a design lead is looking at every single visualizer's day, what it's looking, what it looks like, mm. how much they have on their plate, how much more they can take, right. what skill set each person has. Mm. So based on what skill set they have, probably that's the kind of brand or that's the kind of work we give them so they can give their best, mm. right? Okay. And even some hygiene check on daily basis, whatever uh, visuals coming from the visualizers, they get checked by 
a design lead because if there will be some miss or some mistake then a design lead can have a hygiene check before it going to the mm. strategist or uh, GSMs or to the client. Got it. Plus, um, if a person uh, coming from a visualizer or promoting from a visualizer or to design lead, then they should develop the management skills with communicating skills. Okay. That is very important. And yeah. this analytical skills, they should look at their team and have this sense that some person needs some training, some mm. kind of a training or some person need some kind of a motivation or appreciation. Right. So these are the skills. Got it. So, I mean, we have this concept of everyday creativity that we hold very closely at Shepang, right? And everyday creativity with the complete messaging is what we have been trying to drive through our teams, whether it be the solutions teams, whether it be our art teams or even our design teams. Uh, what do you think is the role of design leads in everyday creativity? How do they inspire everyday creativity in their graphic visualizers? So on a daily basis, for example, if a visualizer got stuck somewhere or they are confused or they are doing something, they are thinking something but they are not able to execute something. So here the design lead can come with a lot of um, ideas at how you can improve the current visual or how you can upgrade whatever you are doing or if you are stuck somewhere, design lead, design lead is there to guide you. Mm. And even with their, obviously, they have a lot of experience, they can come up with their experience, their idea mm. and they can give a solution-led um, concept or an idea to the team that mm. will help them to upskill themselves. Got it. So what I usually, this is one practice that I kind of push my team to follow is um, don't just scan ads or Pinterest or a Behance, right? Your everyday creativity can come up from your surroundings. Very so go out there, go for a stroll, read books. There are so many books on advertising, really old ones. Which ones would you recommend for us to be? Any? I can't think of anything on top of my mind. But <laughs> okay. yeah, there, there's a long list. Maybe we can like put it somewhere yeah, we'll put it down. in the yeah. link below, wherever. Yeah. But yeah, there are do different things like maybe you can get ideas from a Netflix show. You never know. You can get your ideas from anywhere. So. Right. Don't just stick to your platforms like Instagram or a Facebook or a YouTube or a LinkedIn, right? Go out there and explore your everyday creativity is going to come from your surrounding. It's mm. not going to come from your screens. Mm. Very, very, totally that's agree. so rightly put because I think the concept of everyday creativity that we talk about is also that it needs to be something that's that's like killer but it's like, oh, right in front very of spontaneous. me. Very spontaneous. And then it gets featured someplace and that's, that's exactly how the person also gets that confidence in doing that again and again, right? So that's a very, very interesting thing on how we could lead our teams in, in, such, a, in such a manner, right? And for a design lead who's joining, definitely that's... It gives a lot more of perspective to them on how they should be leading their teams internally yes. as well. If yes. you think about it, the best ads come from insights that have been picked up from your surroundings. Yeah. Of course, I won't name, but there are brands that have picked up, uh, have made like really, really good ads hmm. based on sound. Okay. The sound of a fizz. You right. know you, what brand you can relate that to, yeah. right? Right, right, right. So, or maybe a tune. Hmm. So these are small things from your surroundings that can identify to a brand like it can Got it. but you know what I mean right I, I, I get what you're trying to say in terms of how uh, your things around you inspire you to create correct stuff maybe that observation 
yeah. about your whether surrounding. Whether it be observations, whether it be yes. consumer insights, whether it be, yeah, definitely consumer insights plays a great and larger role because that's driven from the client's end and also from the solutions teams, right? Yes. Um, but at the same time, I think what you're also trying to say is that if I'm a design lead or if, if I'm a graphic visualizer as well, or if I'm an art director, I need to be somebody who is getting inspired by the camera. Correct. Or by my glasses, for example, right? It, it could be anything that could help me put out the voice of my brand in the most most artistic manner. Yes, yeah. Something that has been picking up right now is disruptive ads, okay? It okay. has absolutely nothing to do with your brand. Hmm. There are these bold, big words out there. Hmm. Speaking of something else, grabs your attention and then takes you to the actual concept. So, right. your ideas don't even have to be you know, related to that particular brand, it can come from anywhere. Hmm, hmm. So you can ideate for an, for another brand yeah. and do all of that stuff as well while you're at Shebang, right? Well, that's great, that's great. So now that we have spoken a little bit about the design lead, now what is the kind of uh, collaborations? Considering Shebang is more like a, we call ourselves a creative and a technology transformation company. Why? Because we believe that whatever is there to provide, we provide it internally, right? Whether it be creatively or whether it be technologically, right? So when that is said, we also say that there's a lot of stuff that's happening integrated. We always use this word integrated at Shebang. So what do you think or why, where do you think the design leads or the graphic visualizers collaborate with other teams? And which teams are those? Initially, they work or collaborate with the client servicing team, creative okay. team, animators, Okay. And sometimes with coders also. Oh wow, so that's like a large array, right? Yeah. So let's let's probably dive a little bit deeper into each and every one of them. So what do the graphic visualizers, design leads do with uh, solutions then in that case? Discussing the briefs. Okay. Discussing um, about if there's a new campaign or with the, maybe with the BD team if they are working on some pitch and uh, brainstorming on ideas, on some new concepts, if they have some idea or concepts or if they are thinking this can be done, some, done on some innovative format or something, hmm. then they discuss with the associated team. Okay, got it. And I mean, you, I mean, we have had a conversation earlier about how design leads or your graphic visualizers also contribute to pitches. Correct. So, I mean, just if you could highlight some. Like she rightly mentioned, we have like a lot of different departments that come together, right? So even for pitches, we have different departments that come together. One team cannot work without another. Hmm. They all have to work in sync. So right. brainstorming session is the most important session after a debriefing hmm. that we get from a client. You have to be a part of it. You have to kind of contribute to these brainstorming sessions because that's where ideas come in. No matter how stupid your ideas, no matter what you're throwing out there, whatever words, just say it. Mm. Just put your ideas out there no matter how stupid because you never know what idea could turn into a really big campaign. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So now that we have spoken out the solutions team, let's probably go to the creative and uh, you said animators, animators. as well. So, what do the role, what is the role with the creative team and what is the role with the animated team? Again, brainstorming happens in sync with creative and the client okay, servicing. Everybody, everybody, all the together. people that you mentioned yes. are together. Correct. Okay. Okay. So, the servicing team that comes and briefs us, they brief the creative team and the art team together. Hmm. And art and copy work together as one team. Hmm. They work in sync, they collaborate, they throw ideas of each other. Designers think in terms of design-led ideas, yes. creatives think in terms of articulation, hmm. 
so when they are in sync that's when the campaigns are going to kind of you know make an impact got it got it so we are in a lot of collaborative spaces as yes. a designer along with a lot of time that i get to myself just to create yes. right as as a designer as a part of the art and design team and uh, when you talk about coders what is the role that we play with coders then so if you work on a banner which will be htmlized okay or if you're working with them on a emailer which will be getting coded then there are a lot of restrictions with coding so a designer and the design lead collaborate or work mm. with the coder to understand what are the guidelines and restrictions with coding so that they design as per the rules so so matlab isme the the developer rehta hai wo hame batata hai designer ko ki aisa design karna hai ki design apna artistic view point dalta hai first wo batata nahi hai design kaise karna hai wo batate hai kya kya restrictions hai jaise zyada gradient nahi dal sakte hai for example on an emailer or maybe there should be not so many overlaps if you want to code a image with a different link or a copy with a different link or something like that so they will guide you to avoid certain things because something are not maybe possible or maybe will be a difficulty right, 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 when right. it comes to when they will code got it correct got it. so a lot of on ground activations or maybe even campaign ideas that we are pitching to clients these are these are times when we collaborate with the coders because they can tell us what is possible what kind of campaigns we can make on ground for hmm. the client if it's possible they kind of collaborate with us bring life to our ideas hmm. maybe like a digital banner Hmm. maybe like a vending machine with text on it whatever on ground activation ideas or digital banner ideas that we hmm. want to execute that's where they kind of pitch in and help us bring life to our ideas agree and i will suggest to do these kind of brainstorming with the associate team which are required prior you making some design or getting into some design why because if you will make something on your own and you didn't do any brainstorming or discussion with the other team then there will be a little back and forth or maybe some feedback that this can't be possible or this is restricted or something so it is always better to get on a call to discuss to brainstorm with the associate team because there are a lot of things maybe a creative team has in their mind and mm. maybe they have brainstorm something so it is always better to do prior also maybe they can take our designs to the next level by kind of integrating their um, skill sets into our ideas and getting technology correct right? totally right? agree because right a visualizer think aesthetically yeah. Yeah. what will please a consumer aesthetically mm. but a creative team will think about a concept or a copy or you know edgy thing yeah. which will be more impactful yeah. and these two things when collaborate together yeah. then you know the yeah. creative will be magic that we can yes. create right and and when you talk about aesthetics as well like that's that's essentially one of our principles as well yes. right? where we say as aesthetics is is the most important piece to anything and everything we design so if if definitely if you are a design lead or if you are somebody who is just wanting to join shebang and is looking at various roles as well you have so many collaborative spaces that you'll be a part of that not only that you'll be working with the solutions team but you'll also be working with animators but you'll also be working on technology right and that helps uh, develop and fast forward whatever you're learning into like 2x or 3x maybe right and now that we have spoken so much about the design lead let's let's just talk about then the art directors 
the the people who are holding it at the helm right the the two of you all as well who are keeping everybody intact with the brand with the client with the solutions gsms or the all the stakeholders that you are but majority of the stakeholder management happens from your end so what is the kind of role does an art director play at shaman so as an art director what we expect from an art director in at shabang at least is somebody who can conceptualize a brief right from when we get it from the client to when it has been broken down for us to execution okay so they need to like visualize the entire look and feel of what is going to look like and mm. then kind of brief their teams the design leads and their juniors as to how they can go about it what all platforms you can kind of you know use what make use of every platform that you have mm. a big campaign is only going to be more impactful when it's out there on various platforms it doesn't just have to be on instagram or a facebook you can even think of an oh campaign mm. something that can extend from say a digital to a print to a tvc so what an art director does is kind of helps the helps design leads and the visualizers navigate their way through the brief guides them directs them tells them what works what doesn't okay so yeah that's a that's a fair a lot right and a lot when, when yeah. you when you talk about that uh, i also want to go deeper into that now right um, now that you have spoken so much about the strategy part of it so in terms of an art director where do you get inspired for strategy what is the thought process you should have while defining a strategy for design strategy for a brand well the main thing is i would like to brainstorm with the with the higher management maybe right. maybe i can talk to the vp or the creative team right and to the client and then coming back to do some data research and to do some info research about the brand and everything mm. and then come up with the desired brief with a concept and just break down it as she mentioned just this process is helpful mm. and you just sit and go through the briefs and right. think about what can be done to do and what can be done to get a client success for yeah. the brand and while we help our design leads and visualizers navigate their way through briefs we also try and talk to our client get as much insight as we can yes. from them because as a client you can't you don't necessarily visualize what you really want you mm. know what you want but you can't visualize it you can't articulate it so we try and get all of that out from them by conversing them conversing with them having multiple discussions what kind of questions would you ask cuz this this brings that that meme right like clients don't understand what they're trying to say but <laughs> they are understanding what they're trying to say and expecting yeah. us to understand what they're trying to say it's like they know they want red but yeah. what shade of red do you want yeah, yeah. that's something we figure out by having multiple conversations with them do you want a blood red do you want crimson do you want scarlet do you want a bobby i don't know what anything so you give them options Correct. you give so, them like things that they can choose from not things that they can choose from we have multiple conversations where we try and understand what they're actually looking for mm. we pick up on things that they may not really put on the brief right Yeah. but it's on their mind and it's something that they want to see in their creative or their campaigns or their ads so that is something we as art directors and group heads do by having multiple conversations with the client right from the brief to the execution hmm. 
okay to add up to this with um, to ask them what they like and to show them um, we can also go with the, some ideas what is in our head maybe a suggestion that this can be done for the brand that will be helpful or this kind of a concept or this kind of a campaign or look can be done that will be helpful mm. so this kind of conversation can be done with the client to understand their perspective okay. yeah maybe we can come up with things that can just uh, make their ideas like tenfold bigger tenfold yeah. better hmm. so that's where we kind of basically we sell our ideas hmm. we, uh, so when you're climbing up the ladder right you're not just designing you're not just a visualizer anymore you need to understand how to communicate and put forward your ideas to the client this brings us back to the conversation we had at the right in the beginning right. communicating right? Right, right it yes you can be an introvert you can be shy all of that but you really need to know how to communicate and put forward your idea you don't need to be an extrovert or like just be goofy all the time but mm. just know how you can communicate your idea how you can sell it to the client in a way that they understand what is going to do for your brand mm. how your brand is going to profit or benefit from your idea your visualization correct right, right. and then i mean it also comes down to how the art directors have that team management skill to bring out the best out of the team right so what are some practices that y'all undertake uh, as art directors to bring out the best so basically an art director work with a larger set of team which includes design lead and yeah. visualizers so a art director should have skills where he or she can analyze their team very and work with them on an individual basis okay so if you work with every single one very personally you will understand um where are they standing hmm. and to just upgrade their um, skill sets you need to train them a lot take some trainings take something if you feel that someone is lagging behind or someone needs some training in specific then our director should conduct lot of training which will help the entire team not the which entire team we do right yes which we do and even if someone is conducting some training we uh, discuss within ourselves and if i think that my team will be will get some benefits with her trainings right. then i ask my team to please join the training and vice versa right. so these are the exercises yeah. what we are trying within our team we are giving them lot of um, training sessions training yes what, what is the training session entail uh, it could vary from anything maybe a session on typography hmm. maybe a session on how you want to make layouts maybe a session on manipulation maybe a session on understanding briefs yes. it doesn't have to necessarily be only design right because you're in advertising your role you're, is diverse yes your role is diverse and like i said as you go up the ladder you need to know how to sell your ideas so we also try and train our designers to understand briefs how to break it down how to come up with ideas and concepts so you don't always rely on your creative team to come up with concepts you can come up with a design led concept that could yes. do wonders for the brand mm, mm, so it. we try and push them out of their comfort zones out of their little bubble and explore okay okay and then matlab when you come down to the daily execution part of it wo kaise manage karte ho aap agar daily execution mein what are the tasks you undertake as art directors are there sheets that you keep track of there's a trello board that you have what are the daily things that you do all that is really um, technical okay yeah. we don't get that technical over here at chabang okay. we kind of give the freedom that our art directors want because 
we have some of the best designers working for us right Agreed. so we trust their process we trust that they are training their leads and visualizers the best that they can and if they're stuck or if they really need our help they actually reach out to us they don't hesitate hmm. yeah. like i said if you want something go for it so that's something we tell our art directors and our visualizers design leads so if they're stuck somewhere they do reach out to us at all times anytime okay. to add to this uh, an art director should foresee the future of a brand and of your team mm. that how they will stand in the company maybe in after a six month or after mm. a year mm. and if you foresee something for a particular designer or for your team then you yourself will start the training without informing them mm. and maybe after a, a year you will see a visualizer turning into a lead and that is what an art director can analyze and Facilitate, oversee right. yes. yeah so creating that road map is also a yes. very integral part of your day to day role yes. right and and then how much do you dabble into execution in that case uh, like what is if if i'm taking 50% of your time into execution is it is it that much or how much is it into execution as art directors i think most of my art directors kind of get into execution at a really higher level when there are really yes. big campaigns cracking a look cracking a master kv um or a logo unit or a big logo unit that's going to be plastered around your city or your right. entire nation or even for pitches for yes. that matter your art directors are a part of every single pitch because your skill sets are really good right as an art director so you bring that into action you and we were dis- as we were discussing earlier pitches are a plat- we give platforms to designers to showcase their passion right like passion project the creative pitches as the passion projects bring out the different skill sets kind of put it into a pitch show what they can't really do on other brands because of certain limitations possibly mm. i don't know mm. so through pitches we give them this platform to showcase all that they can do and with an art director experience you get an eye mm. and you can see who will be able to do something else but the visualizer can't believe that they are able to do it mm. so push the limit Right. is our work right. to do this with the team got it yeah got bringing it. out the best yes. in our team and always constantly motivating them mm. to do better right so now i mean i think I, i i understand and a lot of people i'm sure you guys also understand the kind of role that you play as a designer or a art director or a design lead in in shebang uh, so my probably my last question would be what are three fundamentals a person should bring with uh, when they're joining the shebang design team for both of you so it will be six <laughs> i'll say proactiveness okay being responsible about your assigned brand and the eagerness to learn more okay or to explore more Correct. this is what i pretty much the same but like just have an open mind come with an open mind because you like i said you don't need to have one particular style come with an open mind explore just go with the flow hmm. and be proactive like she said if you want something if you want an opportunity go for it don't wait for it to come knock your door just go for what you want otherwise you'll never know if you're going to get it or not you won't know what you're good at if you don't try right so just go for it just ask for it third i would say is just keep noticing everything around you everyday creativity is something that we preach so just keep looking around you observe things 
try and grasp as much as you can and use that into your ideas, into your visuals. Kind of I, try and look away from your screen for a bit because there's so much around you that can inspire you, inspire creativity. Yeah, it's a very interesting thing. Look away from your screen, especially when you're a designer, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, agree. It is true. You, your inspiration can't come from your screen. It will come from your surroundings. Mm. Got it, got to it. add to this, if we say do referencing or do some research, it is not about only scrolling some websites. It Pinterest, is about Behance. No. Yes, it is about the foundation skills in fine arts. You can study an object lying okay. in front of you. You can study light and shadow just with a still life. Okay. And that is what you can learn from a lot of other things. You can just observe. As she says, observe. Yes. Amazing. Alright, amazing. So, if you are somebody uh, who is joining our design team, do welcome welcome to Shebang. If you are somebody who is wanting to join the sh uh, design team, these are all the things you need to join the design team. So, thank you so much for watching this podcast guys and thank you so much guys for being a part of it. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank and you I so much. Okay, awesome. Okay, perfect. <laughs>